All right, story time tonight. Before we start our story, Aaliyah's going to tell some jokes. Go ahead, Leah. What do you call an octonaut covered in snot? What? An octosnot. What did the octonaut say when he saw it? When he, she saw, saw a dinosaur that was sleeping. What? Look, it's a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, I think you may have told those jokes in the last story, too. I think I might. That's okay. How old are my cover Tonight's story is called Astro and the Mermaid Rescue. <clears throat> okay, let's see. It was still early morning on the ocean floor. The octopod was gently drifting along the coral. There were fish out. Colorful, beautiful fish. Eels, dolphins. The reef was alive with all kinds of sea anemones and plants. And Shellington was in his lab, talking with Quasi. Shellington was looking under his microscope, looking at something that he had collected on their last mission. What is it, Shellington? said Quasi. It's a new species of algae. A new species of algae, said Quasi. Blimey, that doesn't sound very interesting. Where's the adventure? Shellington said, Quasi, even the smallest discovery add up to big things. This new algae will teach us things that we didn't know before, and that will help us as we... Uh, <clears throat> as we... As we continue to explore the ocean floor. Like what, said Quasi? This particular algae seems to benefit from... Thank you, Leah. I will take care of the story. Girls, if you're not quiet, I will stop the story here and we will just leave. I tell the story. That's how it works. And when I ask you for help, then you can help. This little piece of algae is very interesting. Like most algae, it needs to feed to grow. But this one seems to be able to handle microorganisms. What do you mean? It can eat small, tiny bugs. I've never seen that in other algaes. I guess that is kind of fascinating. But it doesn't seem to do much other than just sit there under the microscope. <laughs> That's true, Quasi. That is true. Whoop, 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 whoop. All octonauts to the bridge, said Captain Barnacles. Blimey, we better get going, Shellington. Radio, I'll follow you. Quasi and Shellington ran to the tube, slid through the tunnels, which took them speedily up to the bridge. They popped out with a flip and a roll. Dashy, Tweak, Professor Shellington, and Captain Barnacles were already up at the bridge. We have an incoming message. From who, Captain? I'm not sure. It's on an encoded channel. It seems to be from a friend that we don't have a caller ID for. Go ahead and play it, Captain, said Tweak, or I guess said Dashy. The captain pressed the big yellow button on the panel, and up on the screen popped a familiar face. A beautiful white horse face with a unicorn horn that sparkled and a pink and blue mane and big butterfly wings. It's Astro, the magic unicorn, said Quasi. Captain Monocle said, Astro, so good to see you. It's been a while. What's going on? Astro said, Captain, Octonauts, I'm so glad you answered. I need your help. Captain Barnacle said, You can count on us for anything, Astro. What do you need? 
I need you to come to the land where the trees meet the sea, where the trees meet the water. My friends, the mermaids seem to be sick, and I don't know how to help them. Dashie said, Mermaids? I would love to see mermaids. Captain Barnacle says, We're on our way. You can fill us in with on the rest when we get there. Astro said, Thank you so much. I'll send a yellow portal to you right away. The communication ended. Astro's picture disappeared from the screen. Quasi said, How are we going to know the yellow portal when we see it? Dashie said, You pretty much know it when it happens. At that moment, outside the octopod window was a small spark underwater, then a flicker, then a dance of light, then a swirl began. A huge yellow tunnel opened up, so big the entire octopod could fit in it. I've never seen the yellow portal that big, said Captain Monocles. Does she mean for us to take the whole octopod? Dashie ran to the control panel. Whether she did or not, Captain, we're going in. I can't stop it. It's taking the whole octopod. Everybody hang on. The octopod slid into the yellow portal and began to tumble, twist. It rotated up and down, back and right, left and front. It twisted and twirled, and the octonauts inside had to hold on tight. Inkling had his tentacles wrapped around everything he could reach from being tumbled. Quasi was falling all over the place, but trying to use his cat-like pirate ninja skills to stay upright. Captain Barnacles was holding on to Dashie and to Tweak to keep them steady while Shellington was trying to keep the specimens he had brought to the bridge from cracking and breaking in the tumbling. It wasn't too long before the octonaut popped out the other side of the yellow wormhole. Out of the uh, yellow tunnel? Are we calling them wormholes? What are we calling them? We call them yellow portals. Yellow portals. They popped out of the yellow portal, and the octopods settled cleanly to the ocean floor. Oh, said Dashie, that was quite a ride. Captain Barnacle said, Tweak, check the systems. Is everything operational? Any damage to the systems? Tweak got to the computer. She pushed a few buttons. There was some beeping and some booping, and then she turned to the captain and said, All systems normal, Captain. It doesn't look like we took any damage. Captain Barnacle said, She must really need our help if Astro were to send a portal that forced the whole octopod here. Let's rise the octopod to the surface. Tweak said, I'm on it, Captain. With a few more pushes of the button, the octopods started to rise. The bubble engine whirled and began to push it upward. All four chambers floated to the top before the main body of the octopod came up. Blimey, said Quasi, we haven't had the octopod reach the surface in quite some time. It looks like a floating boat made of little pieces. Yeah, said Dashy. it's kind of fun to see it on top of the water. Look at the sky, said Dashy. it's so beautiful here. Captain Barnacle said, team... Well, time for sightseeing later. We need to get to the place where the trees meet the water and help our friend. The top of the octopod burst open. Fresh air came in. They all breathed deep. The smell of pines and ocean. It was a delicious, sweet smell. They climbed up to the top. Dashie said, Everybody wait on top. I'm going to go get the Gup H. She ran down and got the Gup H and met them on the top. They all climbed into the Gup H and flew the little helicopter over to the land. There, said Captain Barnacles, they could see Astro's house. I wish some silver octonauts had Astro in them. Yeah, me too, huh? But there's no such thing as Astro. Astro's a story that Aaliyah made up. That's why we talk about it. Well, you made up the name. I just picked up 
color. Well, you came up with the name, Astro. Anyway, I'll, let, me keep, let me keep going with the story. We don't want it to go too long. Quasi looked out the window. I don't see Astro anywhere. Count Barnacle said, uh, Dashy, don't land at the house. Keep circling till we can find Astro. They circled around the house. They circled the shore and the trees. Over there, Captain. Over there, behind, beyond the house, there was a stream. A stream that emptied an, in, as a waterfall into a lagoon. And there they saw a white horse way off in the distance with its wings spread. Its magic horn was glowing. Magic was happening. There was things going on that they didn't understand, but they knew it was Astro. Dashy uh, steered the helicopter, the Gup H, in that direction. All of a sudden, Astro, hearing noises in the sky, stopped the magic she was doing and turned around and looked up. <gasps> They're here. This is good. They'll know what to do. She turned and looked. There, on the rocks, were three mermaids. The mermaids looked sick. They looked unhappy. They were interesting creatures. They were beautiful, but not quite person or animal. The bottom half of them was a fishtail with big fins that had all different kinds of colors. The top half had gills and a head and arms like a person, but a head that was more shaped like a fish mouth with big eyes. Still very pretty, but somewhat strange. They looked very sick on the rock. And so they laid down and didn't even respond. The Gup H came to a landing, and all the Octonauts popped out. Astro! Octonaut, she said, please come over here. They all ran over. Astro said, Octonauts, Captain Barnacles, these are my friends, the mermaids. Gil, Sil, and Lil. The, uh, the mermaids didn't respond, they just looked up. Dashie looked at, took out her camera and took a picture. Astro said, please don't take any pictures of them right now. They don't feel good at all. We need to help them. Dashie said, oh no, what's wrong with them? Astro said, I don't know. But look, look at their tails. The Octonauts looked at their tails. And that's when Shellington popped up and said, their tails, they don't have any scales on them. All fish have scales. And yet these mermaid tails have no scales at all. Astro said, yes, something is making them sick. Their scales are falling off, and I don't know what to do. I tried to use my magic as much as I can to make them better, but nothing seems to be helping. Shellington said, I'll do my best to help figure out what's going on. Peso said, me too. I help any animal who is sick or injured. I will take a look. While Quasi was looking at the scaleless tails and the sick mermaids, Shellington was trying to understand what was making the scales fall off. He dove into the water and said, If I collect a few scale samples, hopefully I can help determine why they're falling off and what's making them sick. As he swam around in the water beneath the mermaids, he noticed something strange. There were no scales. No scales at all from the mermaids. Something's not right, he thought. He popped out of the water. He said, Astro, have the scales just been falling off into the water? Astro said, They have. But I'm not finding any scales underneath. What do you mean, said Astro. I can't find a single scale from the fish, from these uh, mermaids. Do you suppose you know what happened? I don't. I don't know what happened at all. That's very strange. Quasi said, oh, I have an idea. I'll bet you some meanie stole them. Someone has devious work they're going to use with uh, mermaid scales. 
Dashi said, why would anyone want mermaid scales? Astro said, actually, mermaid scales are very magical. They can be turned into all kinds of magical potions and spells. Huh? said Dashi. Maybe someone is stealing them. Quasi said, I have no idea. This mermaid here, Seal, he's still shedding scales. Let's see what happens when one falls off and goes into the water. We'll follow it and see what happens. Seal's scale did shed, and it fell into the water. Quasi jumped in and followed it very closely, well, not very closely, at a distance, and very quietly. It sank all the way to the bottom of the lagoon floor. Quasi said, huh, it looks like he's just sitting there. Then, all of a sudden, a black mist darted out. Very quickly, it scooped up the one scale and then went and darted away. Quasi said, Blimey, it's a sea monster. He swam back up as fast as he could. He popped out of the water and said, Captain, there's something down there. I ain't never seen nothing like it before in my life. It had black tentacles, but it didn't seem like it was a fish or an animal. It seemed almost like a black smoke. Asher said, a black smoke? A black smoke in the water? <gasps> I think I know who this is. Captain Barnacle said, do you, you do know who it is. Tell us then. Asher said, I can't be sure. But if I'm right, I can make him show himself. He's hiding now, but now that we know that the black mist is under the water, I have a spell that might be able to help. She waved her horn began to glow with magic. The magic was red and yellow. The magic came out in waves and went everything it touched. It made change colors. And everything it touched seemed to pulsate with life. This is the strangest thing I've ever felt, said Dashi, as the waves of magic went through her. The waves went up over the stone, up over the lagoon, and then finally up to the top of the waterfall. When the magic touched the top of the waterfall, there was a yell. The magic had coaxed some creature from hiding. Out of the top of the waterfall popped something big, something blue, something floating. It twirled in the air, then looked straight at the group and said, yeah, You may have found me, but you can't stop me. Captain Barnacle knew exactly who it was, too. He pointed his pop and said, The Blue Meanie! The blue meanie said, I, it's me, and you can't stop me now. I have what I want. He had in his hand a sack, a sack filled with sparkling things. Dashie said, oh no, it's the mermaid scales. The blue meanie said, that's right, and now that it's mine, I will make dark black potions to take over the lands, all the lands from the trees that touch the water, to Axel City, to Rainbow City, and even your precious ocean floor. Not if I can help it, said Captain Barnacles. Blue Meanie said, you can do nothing because you cannot fly. He began to fly away. He had not paid attention to the fact that the Octonauts had come in their own Gup H, the newest invention from Dashy, uh, from Tweak that could fly. Dashy, Tweak, into the helicopter, into the Gup H. We have to follow him. Um, Peso? Shellington, you stay here and continue to work to get the mermaids figure out why they're sick. Astro, we'll need your help. As well, Astro said, I can follow the blue meanie along with Gupich. Captain Barnacles, climb on my back. The octonauts split up. Peso and Shellington got their microscopes out and started to look at uh, what was making the mermaids sick. 
Meanwhile, Captain Barnacle uh, and Astro, Dashy and Tweak, flew after the Blue Meanie. He was going high into the sky. And he was staying, he was going high into the sky, but he didn't seem to be going away from the island that Astro lived on. He was staying relatively close to the shore. What's he doing, said Captain Barnacles to Astro. Astro said, he needs to get to the volcano on the other side of the island. If he melts down those scales, he'll have the magic sauce he needs to make any spell he wants, and he'll vanish right then and there. We'll never catch him again. Captain Barnacle said, we can't let that happen. Come in, Tweak. Tweak here. Tweak from the Gup H was listening in on the conversation. Tweak, can you use the Gup H? What does the Gup H have that could stop the Blue Meanie? It has some ropes that have clips at the bottom. Uh huh. Do those ropes shoot out? They come like from the bottom, but uh-huh. they only go from. So they just come out and hang? Yeah. Okay. But like. Um, they come out of the bottom, but if the gup, the bottom of the gup was right here, then the ropes would be from here down to, like, right here. Okay, so they're pretty long ropes, but they just hang down. No, like, they're kind of short. Oh, they're kind of short. Okay. See, right, like, from the bottom of the bed, right here, like, up to the bottom of the fort, up to there. Okay, sounds good. That's how long they would be in the Okay, okay. Captain Barnacle said, Dashie, can we use the Gup H ropes to to get to get the Blue Meanie, to tackle the Blue Meanie? She said, Captain. It also has a fish bit. A fish, fish? A fish what? A fish biscuit launcher. Oh, a fish biscuit launcher. Okay. Sounds good. It launches like inside, so if they open the bottom hatch, it'll probably fly out the bottom. Okay. Sounds good. All right. I know, I know how this will work. Okay. So... Captain Barnacle said, Dashy, can you use the ropes to tackle the blue meanie in the air? Dashy said, Captain, they're really short usually. I can make them really long, but we have no way to launch them. Dashy said, I'll do it. I'll hang on the side of the Gup H. I can use the lassoing skills I learned from Quasi to catch the blue meanie. Captain Barnacle says, Dashy, you have to be careful while you do that. In the meantime, Tweak, toss me some fist biscuits. We'll try and distract the blue meanie. All right, Captain, we'll do our best. Meanwhile, back at the lagoon, Quasi and Shellington were hard at work trying to figure out why the mermaids were Peso. sick. Sorry. Quasi and Peso were trying to figure out why the mermaids were sick. Quasi and Peso. Shellington was looking under his microscope. He said, I said, um, Peso, look at this. I've analyzed just a little bit of the mermaid's blood, and I'm seeing something in it that I think is making them sick. Quasi looked in the microscope. Inside were tiny little worm things that looked like they were among the uh, mermaid's blood cells. I've never, se- I've, I've never seen anything like that. Shell- I've never seen anything like that, Shellington. What is it? Shellington said, I think it's some kind of a parasite. Shellington said, I don't have any medication for that kind of parasite. How can we get rid of it? Shellington said, I think I have an idea. He took his algae that he had collected from earlier on his last mission, and he put just a tiny bit of algae in with the mermaid blood. He looked in the microscope again through one eye, and Pesa looked in through the other eye. Together they went, Oh! Shellington said, Look at that. The new algae I find is actually eating the worms. It is, said Peso. It's cleaning the blood. It's taking away the thing that's making the mermaid sick. Peso said, Shellington, 
How much of this algae do you have? Quasi said, I have a little bit, but I don't know if it's enough. Peso said, give me all you can. I can turn it into the medicine that the mermaids can eat, and that will clear their blood of the parasite. Shellington said, that will make them well from the parasite, but without their scales, they won't last long. We have to get their scales back, too. Quasi said, I mean, um... Oh, yeah, where's Quasi? Let's say Quasi's in the gut page. I forgot that Quasi was there. So he went with the gut page with Tweak and, uh... Dashy. Okay, anyway, Peso said, I hope the others are able to get the scales back quick. Shellington said, In the meantime, let's get started on that medicine. Back in the sky, there was flying and fluttering. There was turning and weaving. The blue meanie was so fast. Quasi and Captain Barnacles had handfuls of fish biscuits, and they were throwing the fish biscuits. Every once in a while, a fish biscuit would hit the blue meanie, and he would go, ow, and he'd get knocked and discombobulated and get confused. Meanwhile, Dashy was lowering the ropes. Um, sorry, Tweak was lowering the ropes, and Dashy was hanging underneath the helicopter, the Gup H. There is like a little circle that holds the ropes that you can stand on. Uh huh. Okay, sounds good. Okay, let me finish this. I can do this. Dashy was hanging by her um, feet from the bottom of the Gup H. And she had two hands on the rope, and she began to twirl it. She said, Captain Quasi, launch fish biscuits at the same time. I'm ready. Captain Barnacle said, Quasi, now. They both threw fish biscuits at the blue meanie. He missed the first one, but the second one from Quasi hit him right on the head with a thunk. He went, wow, and he fell out of the sky just a little bit and then began to fly. Dweek had to turn the gup H down to follow him. Dashy whirled and twirled and whirled and twirled the rope and then threw it. The rope went far, right towards the blue meanie and caught him around the ankle. He said, no, no. He was stuck. He started pulling on the gup H and the whole helicopter went, Quasi said, hang on. Dashy said, I mean, uh, Tweak said, Dashy, get back in. Dashy said, I'm trying. But with one big pull, the blue meanie shook the helicopter one more time and Dashy fell out of the helicopter. They weren't too far above the ground now, so when Dashy came, she splashed in the water, but she splashed very hard. They couldn't stop. They had to leave her. Captain, Dashy fell out. We'll have to go back for her. Get to the blue meanie first. Quasi said, Oi, Captain. Das, Dash, um, Quasi, using his super bravery pirate skills, jumped out of the window of the Gup H and grabbed the rope. He ran right across the top of it like a super pirate ninja cat. The blue meanie said, no, no. He quasi jumped out onto the blue meanie. The blue meanie couldn't handle the additional weight. He screeched and he hollered. He did the best he could, but he had to drop his bag of scales. The bag fell. It didn't land in the water. It landed right on the beach. The rope came loose from the blue meanie's tail. Quasi said, oh, no, I've got to get that. He jumped and pushed off the blue meanie as hard as he could. And just as he ran through the gut, jumped through the air, he grabbed the rope and he swung back over to the gut beach. The blue meanie was out of control. He said, I will get you. He spun up, he spun down, he spun left, he spun right. Then he went straight up and disappeared into the sky. The gut beach came to a stop in the air. Astro came to a stop next to it. We have to go back for Dashy. We will. We need to get the bag of um, scales as well. Um, Dashy, uh, Quasi, head back for... I'm sorry, not Dashy. Tweak, Quasi, head back for Dashy now. We'll get the scales and meet you. Oh, 
volcanoes? Volcanoes are all over the place. There's a volcano on the island where the trees meet the sea, where Astra lives. No, she's asking about in the real world. In the real world, they're all over the place. Technically, they're around what's called the Ring of Fire, but we'll talk about that another time while playing a Johnny Cash song. Not Johnny Cash. Yeah, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash? I don't remember. All right. The helicopter came down over Dashi. She had pulled herself out of the water, but she had hurt her leg while in the fall. Oh no, said Tweak. Dashi's hurt. Again. Again, which is kind of what her thing is. Um, Dashi pulled herself up and said, I can't walk. You're going to need to help me. Quasi popped out and said, I'll help you. He got her into the gut beach, just as Astro and Captain Barnacles flew up. How's Dashi? She's hurt, said, the ca- said Quasi. We need to get her to Peso. All right, let's go. They all flew back to the lagoon. By this time, all the mermaids had eaten the medicine that Peso had given them. They were starting to feel better, but they wouldn't be able to get all the way better without their magic scales. Barnacles showed up and said, Um, Peso, Shellington, what do you have to report? Shellington said, Captain, we found a medicine we can give to the mermaids that help clear out the parasites that are making them sick and lose their scales. Peso said, But Captain, without their scales, they will not survive. Did you get the scales? Captain Barnacle pulled a sack out from behind him and said, We did indeed. Peso, what do you need? I don't know how to reattach scales, said Peso. And Shellington said, I have no idea as well. I just know they need to be replaced on the mermaids or they won't survive. Astra said, Leave it to me. I know my magic can do this. Captain Barnacle set the scales down between the three mermaids and opened it up. The scales were beautiful. They each made little rainbows and sparkly magic. They looked amazing and just lovely. Asher said, stand back. Her horn began to glow. She waved it to and fro in the air until a beam of rainbow came out and hit the scales. The scales seemed to form a small flurry of tornado They came out of the bag and then seemed to separate in the midair. Each mermaid's scales floated down and seemed to check her on one after the other until the full tail was completely in its beautiful scales again. That's it, said Astro. Uh Uh-oh, I've forgotten all the mermaids' names. Gil, Sil, and Quill? Gil, Sil, and Lil. Lil. Gil, Gil, Sil, and Lil all opened their eyes. They sat up and they looked at their company and said, Thank you. You have saved us. One by one, they jumped into the water, each performing a beautiful dive. They jumped out of the water as if they were dolphins, doing flips and twists. They looked so happy and healthy and alive. And they were beautiful beyond description. What about Dashie? Dashie was taking pictures, even though her leg was hurt. Dan Peso looked over as he heard the camera click and said, Oh no, Dashi, your leg! Dashi said, It's okay, Peso. I know a good doctor. Maybe you could give me some help. Peso said, I help any animal that is sick or injured. And I, of course, always help my octonaut friends. As, as, uh, quasi, as, not quasi, as Peso bandaged Dashi's hurt leg, the octonauts all together watched with Astro as the mermaids swam off into the sunset, waving to their new friends as they left. The end.